Welcome to the Fitness Industry Success Show. Ideas, inspiration, and interviews to take your fitness business to the next level. Next level. With over 23 years of fitness industry experience and the founder of Lead Lion, an innovative fitness marketing agency, here's your host, Nick Parker. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Fitness Industry Success Show. I'm so excited that you're here with me today. I've got an amazing guest for you. His name is Johnny Novello, and he is the co-founder of a really cool gym concept called Smart Gym in Arizona. Uh, What's interesting about Johnny, he's also a fitness franchise consultant where he comes in and helps gyms that need help with sales, operations, and just growing uh, their business and getting things dialed in. And he's been very successful out, uh, uh, doing that. And one thing that's interesting about Johnny that you'll find out here in a minute is he's gone from homeless to health club hero in a matter of years and is now one of the premier names in the industry doing some really cool stuff. Um, and it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thanks for being here, brother. Uh, no problem, Nick. I know we've known each other for a while, so I'm happy to be a part of your show and, uh, getting to see you face to face for once. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's nice. So so listen, before we dive into your story and talk about um, you know, growing gyms, growing your health club, you know, operations and sales and the really uh some really interesting stuff that you're gonna say here today. Um, I want to play a game. You down for playing a game real quick? I love games. Let's do it. Two truths and one lie. If you're a subscriber to the show, you know how this works. What we're gonna do is Johnny, you're gonna come up with three um quote unquote facts about yourself. Two of them are going to be true. One's going to be a lie. And I have to guess which one's the lie. Here we go. Uh, that I am six one, uh, that I have taken a club that was prop was making a hundred thousand dollars a month to a million dollars in a month. And that I've been doing this for 20 years. Okay. Um, if I had to guess, I'm going to say that you've been doing this for 20 years is probably the lie. Um, you could be six one. I know how strong you are with sales and ops. So I believe you could get that club to a million dollars. So I'm going to say it's the 20 year part. Is that right? Nope. It's being six one. I'm only five eight. <laughs> okay. Got it. So 20 years. You don't look even old enough to have been doing this. For uh, I'm, years. I'm 37. Okay, cool. Right on. Awesome. That's great. So, um, real quick, tell me about that club. Uh, so it's kind of weird. The, the mixture of how I got involved with smart gym, uh, it was probably about 12, 13 years ago. Uh, I was running, uh, a bunch of gold's gyms down the East coast, uh, from, uh, New Hampshire, all the way down to Connecticut. And there was something called the Alliance group too, from gold ships corporate. We would go in for our franchise and teach corporate how to, do sales and help them out too as well. Uh, this person, Ryan Hayes, uh, reached out to me from uh, another, like a trainer that I helped train for a while. And he was, they, he runs like the largest personal training company in the United States that he does very well, but they also opened up this gym, the concept called smart gym, making fitness kind of smart, not wasting their money on, you know, making a nice locker room and all this stuff, making it so that you can get your workout in, in an hour and getting all the top of the line equipment, giving from small group training to personal training to highest technology of equipment into one gym. Kind of liked it a little bit, went down, kind of got involved. And we 
kind of worked out where I come down and just check it out for a year and work with them, see how it is. Uh, start, it went, went pretty well for a couple of years. Uh, I got another way up in the East Coast, another thing, changing a franchise from Gold Gym to concept called Fit Lab. I was really good with the owner too as well. Went and t- did that with them, opened up a CrossFit the gym there too as well. And then uh, I always stayed in connection with uh, Ryan and uh, kind of the franchise was going the other way and they wanted to focus more on personal training because that's where they were professionals in. Uh, I came back down and we had a bunch of partners at one point and just kind of put it down to me and Ryan. We took care of this one location and it was only doing about $20,000 in revenue. And now we've done seventy dollars to $80,000 in revenue with a 10,000 square foot gym with uh, keeping labor down low rent, negotiating rents and uh, kind of kind of going on with the personal training in the gym aspects and nutrition and kind of doing the next level of fitness kind of. Yeah, that's really incredible. What a great what a great story. Um, back up just a little bit for me, because we're going to dive into the sales subject here in a yeah. second. But um, back up for me and talk to me about you said you were homeless. You told me this off off the air. Uh, yes. at one point young in your life. And then that's how you kind of broke into the fitness industry. And now you're killing it. Talk to me about that. Uh, so when I was about 16 and a half, I came in from a rough home and uh, uh, I was in high school by the time to his wall off of it. And my parents couldn't afford having me there. So I lived in my car, my Jetta. And the winters in the East Coast are really cold. And I was sleeping in the gym. That's how I actually got involved with the gym business. And the manager actually helped me get my first apartment and turned me on to being a trainer because I was in really good shape and let me training people while I was getting my cert. So technically, I don't know where I would be if I did not meet that manager and he helped me out, you know, Mm. and that's how I got started in the gym business. I just loved working out. I was always an athlete in high school, too, and kind of took me to the next level and it's, you know, like I said, um, like 20 years, I think it's like 19 and a half years. I'm still doing it. And I, I love it to this day. Yep, absolutely. So how did you get so good at sales? Um, I, I know a lot of people in this industry, and I can tell you this, there are very few people that are as strong as you are in the sales side of things. How did you get so good at sales? Well, Nick, that's, you always say nice, nice things, Nick, you make me blush a little bit, but, uh, one thing is hard work. Everybody wants to know the key of like, they tell me like, how can I be successful? How can I do this? And I don't look at myself as being super successful. I look at myself. I'm always learning. And I look at myself as hard, just a hard worker. I've always been able to go into any place. And I said, maybe I don't have the skill sets as them, but I'll tell you one thing. I'll outwork them. And then within two months, I will have more skill sets. Uh, and following up, uh, the Minuteman manager was something that was a big part of, uh, you know, my managing skills. And just following up is the number one thing. And with sales, it is the number one thing. You know, once you have a lead, somebody gets to you, you don't just, or a, a referral and 60% of your members come for referrals, you know? Right. So if you get that, you just don't get one referral and you're like, all right, well, I'm just not going to call that person and right. I'll send them a text. I'll literally call them. I'll send them a text and then I'll follow up. I'm like, I said, I'm the owner and I love still doing assessments, still doing phone calls for it. Still, I believe I was on the phone with you when. I was at the front desk and I booked up, you know, a session and she actually ended up buying a three time a week package. She was a wallet and she was a member with us for two years, you know? Uh, But it's just the hard work and following up with this people. I feel like this generation, and I don't know if other owners, I feel like I know a good amount of them. They're having this issue. They don't want to work hard. They want the golden parachute, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. I started up being, 
you know, I started up being a, uh, you know, membership director making a $150 salary, you know, uh, <laughs> per week. And, but making, you know, 2000 to 3000 a week off commissions and bonuses, you know, right. Mm-hmm. That's and incredible. I, and I was a bartender too, as well. So I got that, uh, that talking situation from that. It made me get out of my shell. Yeah. And the people skills definitely came from that yeah. as well, for sure. So, so what are some of the, let's talk sales because, um, okay. you know, uh, for a lot of you that watch the show, maybe don't know, we're a lead gen agency and we work with a lot of gyms that will generate lots of leads. And one of the biggest pain points is that their front desk are doubling as their salespeople, um, or they just don't have really good sales training in club, or they're not big enough to have like a big corporate structure to have sales training. And so the sales is always lacking. Um, and so what are some of the biggest issues or mistakes that you find, uh, with health club owners and gym owners on the sales side? So one thing I just want to say, so I referred you, Nick, to 80, hundred people and no one's ever, they always say that you're one of the best things. One of my other reasons I just want to shout out to you, Nick. I know we've known each other for years is why I was successful is a lot because of you, you know? So I appreciate one of my, that. Yeah, and, and it's the truth too, as well. You're a good man and you've always helped me in every way too, as well off of it. So, and uh, I should also give a shout out to my business partner that actually introduced us to as well, but right. it was kind of funny. I was in Canada and uh, helping out a franchise there, opening up a uh, club. And I had these managers that were compensated really, really well. And when I was talking to the owner, I was like, you should make it more, you should make it more commission and bonus structure savvy. So people are wanting to make those phone calls. So I got them set up on a CRM. Uh, I think I had them set up on InTouch and I introduced them to you and you pumped out crazy leads for them. And I, they were getting leads for about a month after I even got there. And it was about a couple hundred, you know, Mm -hmm. and first day of training with them, with the manager and the staff, I go, okay, so tell me how you were outreaching. Oh, I sent them an email. I was like, okay, after that, did you call them? Did you send a text message? I go, they're like, no, we emailed them. And I go one time, honestly, I told them, I want you, email has to be, so you have a lead. I always say it's a seven day thing. You get a lead, you have seven days to get them in your door. Once you get them in the door, you only have four days to get them upgraded on a on a small group training package, on a personal training stuff too, because it's a need analysis, you know? So we want to give them everything they need, but it's like when somebody tries to buy something and they like really want to get something and more they think about it, they'll talk themselves out of it and they'll think of the financial terms, not why they want it, Right. you know? So if Mm -hmm. I was sitting on a lead that you sent them a month ago and then I'm reaching out to them now, it's going to be, I think I use, it's usually about a 30 to 20% chance of actually getting that person in the door. So, and communication is the biggest thing. Do you think you can get a thing done by a, a text or an email or a phone call? You know, you right. get to know the person you get to have, ask them, Hey, Miss Jones, hmm. how long have you been thinking about this? How was your day today? You're, you know, how you have kids. It's awesome. You know, you've been trying to lose 30 pounds for the last five years. I, I really want to help you on that too. You don't talk about personal training. You don't talk about membership prices. You just talk about meeting them, showing around the club and finding out what's the best thing to help them out. Yeah. You're there to serve them, to help them out. Mm. Once you get them involved with it, then you you sit them around. You have that connection. I used to say to like when I used to run big sales groups of people, I used to say uh, towards like a date, 
You know, yeah. when you first meet somebody, you first got to, if, if they don't like you right off the bat, guess what? You ain't going to the movies, you know? Yep. It's your dinner. Connect with them. Ask them how their day is. Ask them what they are, how they are, what they do that day, where they work. And that's when you can get the, the you can see where, what type of job they have financially, what they are. So you're not going to oversell someone because I don't believe in overselling it somebody. Because if you oversell somebody, they're going to go delinquent. Then you're going to be chasing them all the time. Yep. Find something that's in between they can afford. Then you go and then everything works out. You go on the tour, you go on the movies. You, you get to show them the equipment, the blowing the mind stuff, everything. Yeah, then, that's so good. Yeah. Then you get them back to the desk. You know, you talk mm -hmm. about it. You find you already know if you're a good salesperson, what you're going to do for them. And then everybody, when they want to come to a gym, they've been thinking about this for the last six, seven months. You know, yeah. for them, just walking through the door, it's a win for them. So the biggest thing you always hear and people say is, I think I want to go home and think about this, right? So you put little seeds like first time incentive, open house, you know, things why today you need to join. Mm. Getting, and then mostly on top of that, I don't even, to me, a membership, getting a tour is, it's the easiest thing is then talking about little seeds like personal training. You put that in free hour personal training, you know, I love, shout out to Embodies. That has made my revenue go up around $10,000 having that, that scan too as yeah, well. Yeah, that's a good It's a scan. great thing. Yep. Let yeah. Me, let's back up a little bit because you've touched yeah. on so many good key golden nuggets right here. Uh, the yeah. first thing that you brought up that was really important is the amount of touch points. And um, yep. from a marketing standpoint, moving from sales to marketing, um, it used to be between 10 to 12 and now it's 21, 22 touches. Um, yeah. And so that's why we have automated that text message that goes out within the first few minutes and you're getting those over and over again um, in different series. But one of the things that we find, and you, you just nailed it on the head, is that most uh, lead follow-up is where the ball's being dropped, and they're yep. not touching that lead enough to get them through the door within the first seven days. They're just calling once or just texting once, and then that's it, and saying yep. it's not going to work. So um, the second thing that you touched on was really important, and that is you're trying to serve that person and find out what's important to them what is driving them to, you know, want to come in, what's motivating them, what's the why behind why they're thinking about joining a gym uh, at that time. And you're peeling that onion and pulling it back to get a, a look inside the heart right there in the mind to figure out what's motivating them and what's the emotional driver and the pain point that they're struggling with. Not talking about prices, not talking about the gym, and you're tying that all back to the membership sale itself and the solution that's going to meet their, their uh, problem, right? That they're trying to solve. Yeah. Cause people don't know what to ask you. So the first thing that everyone asks you is what's the price, right? Right. So you just say, don't worry about the price. Let's see what we can do to help you, you know? And I have a new sales guy right now that I I'm training to his wall off of it. And I tell people, you can't just do this because of the money. You can make a lot of money doing this too as well. Cause you gotta love this. You gotta know how to help people. You know, most mm -hmm. people, sometimes they don't even know that I'm the owner. I think I'm a, a personal trainer sometimes. Right. And you know, they, they, and they, when they find out, they're like, wow. Cause when you have people that are like, I'm the owner that kind of stuff, that doesn't mean I'm here to serve my members, you know? Right. And that's when you have that, that mental ability, one, you can learn how to love your job. One, you're going to give a hundred percent. And then two, you can show everybody else how to do it. And I am one of those people. I love to train people, but I don't just train people on one part of it. I like to train all my knowledge. I want to them to have it too, as well, more successful they are then I'm going to be successful as well. Yeah. So as far as training your sales staff, um, how do you train your sales staff?
Yeah. Uh, well, one thing I always do is that I have it broken up into all different pieces too as well. Uh, and I believe that the first 30 days that you have a new employee uh, is the onboarding stage. If you're not going to give them all the keys to succeed, they're going to fail. This is how people rip, rip through employees. And like I can just say my trainers, I've had my trainers averaging from four to, uh, I think my newest trainer is two years old that I've had them. And I have about wow. 10 trainers with me. So uh, it's one, I take care of them. Two, I teach them how to make it and I treat them with respect. And, uh, but back to like the salespeople training them. First I do when they first come in, I give them, they do a week of just knowing what systems are, getting to know our members. Their, their first week is just learning to the members, having fun at their workplace, learning the, the, the financial company. If you use whoever you use, we use ABC to as well them. getting to know that because there is a little tedious things to know about it. Right. And then just having it, giving them a good environment. Then what I'll do is then with that week, they'll get a little touches on tours. We'll bring them on when we do tours. We'll go one-on-one on just showing them how we do things, the words that we use. Mm -hmm. And then the second week is straight sales. They're going to know how to do every first three days is just door training. How, what is the psychology of mindsets? How do you buy? Why do you buy this? How do you tie this into it? And I tell everybody the first couple of months, you're going to do it exactly the way I do it because I know it works. Once you make it your own, you're going to be able to do it and you can do it the same things, but hit on three free personal training sessions, open house, you know, different equipment, group training, you know, how long have you been thinking about this? Why has it took this long? You know, if you can wrap that all in, you're going to be able to get that, get that sale. And you're going to one, you're not doing anything unservicing the person because you're going to help them live a healthy, long style lifestyle. Yeah. They're going to be able, and then if they buy personal training, they're going to change their life. How yeah. many people have wanted to lose 20 to 30 pounds? For a long Probably, time. <laughs> we, we have made that happen yeah. all the time. Yeah. So we help them out with the nutrition, the workouts, small group training, anything they need. Then after the, the what tours. About, yeah, sorry, Nick. Yeah, go ahead. What about um, role-playing? Do you guys do a lot of role-playing? Role-playing on everything. Uh, TIs, tours, how to take care of people with uh, that are past due on their, their delinquencies, you know? Uh, today, like I have a new, like I said, new sales guy this week, we've been doing uh, role-playing on, on, uh, tours. He tours me. I tour him. I have him tour our trainers. I have him tour our front desk people. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's just getting it done. So it's, it's more there. It becomes second nature to them. You know, repetition yep. is the number one thing. More times they can do things. It's going to get better and better. So when people start their words, when you do a tour is when they feel not really comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing better than practice. And I think one of the biggest things that um, is lacking in the industry right now is uh, role playing. Uh, That used to be really huge. I mean, um, I've been in the industry off and on for 23 years. And back then, every single day was role play time. Like there was no question about it. You were going to role play. And now it's like you ask any person at the gym working there, like, do you role play? They're like, what is that? And they're like, you talking dirty. I mean, what are we talking about here? (laughs) So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a lost art of something that is critical to the success of creating a higher level customer service and sales. Right. I feel like a lot of people always complain about my club's not producing my club's not producing. It's one always the operator that's doing it. People want to take shortcuts. I don't, I feel like maybe, you know, myself and people are, we're like dinosaurs now, you know what I mean? But those, those stuff, work you know 
it's, it's kind of things like when I think about, like when I used to help, when I help uh, people open up their clubs, I go there and I have like, all right, I'm going to meet with the owner. He's been doing this for, you know, 15 years. All right. I have this other stuff, how we want to, you know, to make leads, everything to his wall off of the corporate corporates, everything. And I'm just, I walk in there. I'm like, and I'll be like, Oh, do how many, do you give passes up? People know they should pay for a day pass. I go, what? You know, I'm like, yeah. how many phone calls do you make? Oh, we make a hundred. I'm like, realistically, do you make a hundred? And I look at him like, you're making like five phone calls a day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Guys, it looks like we've experienced some technical difficulties. If you want to uh, learn more, just reach out to me and I can connect you with Johnny. Remember, the more you know, the more you grow. So like, share, and subscribe to the next episode of the Fitness Industry Success Show. We look forward to seeing you soon.